0: As we keep standing, we're going to read this morning from Daniel, chapter 4, 28 to 33. Daniel, chapter 4, verse 28 to 33. If you are there, you say, I'm there. If you're not there, say, wait for me. If you don't have a Bible, say, I'm lost. (laughs) Daniel, chapter 4. Verse 28 to 33, I'm reading from the New International Version. The Bible says, all this happened to King Nebuchadnezzar 12 months later, as the king was walking on the roof of his palace of Babylon. He said, is this not the great Babylon I have built as the royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty? Even as the words were still on his lips, a voice came from heaven. This is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken away from you. You'll be driven away from your people, and you live with wild animals. You will eat grass like ox. Seven times will pass by you for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all the kingdoms of the earth and give them to anyone he wishes. Immediately, what he had said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. He was driven away from the people and ate grass like ox. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like the feathers of the eagle and his nails like the cross of the bear. May God bless his word this morning in Jesus' name. You can take your seats. I would like to advise all those with kids. To either put your kids on vibration, or on silence, or you cause them to sleep. Three things. Vibration, silence, or you cause them to sleep. Amen. This morning, uh, I'm excited to talk to you this morning. And I want to welcome you to the house of God. There are many places you could have gone this morning. But you choose to be in the house of God. And I know that you will not go back the way you came. In the name of Jesus. I say you will not go back the way you came. In Jesus' name. Amen. We are here to celebrate. We are here to be rejoicing for what God has done. So if you are not happy, look at a neighbor that is happy and borrow more happiness from them. I don't know what is your problem. But I say, we are here this morning and you will not go back the way you came. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There was a certain king who was very proud. And he had a ceremony and he called all the designers in his kingdom and told them he wants to wear a dress. That nobody has ever worn. The material has to be something that nobody has ever worn. And so, all the designers came, and every design that they proposed, the king rejected. He said, Somebody wore this already. Every design they proposed, he rejected. And finally, a designer came and told the king, I have a dress that nobody has ever worn, and this dress is invisible. Nobody can see this dress. The material is transparent. And so the guy came and measured the king, and then actually went, came back with with whatever he called a dress that nobody could see, and then act as if he was wearing the dress of the king, and then he "He looks good on you. The king actually went out to the ceremony naked, and he was walking around because he thought to himself that he was wearing something that nobody had ever worn. Just realized at the end of the ceremony that he was all naked. I want to talk to you this morning on the topic the danger of pride. The danger of pride. The danger of pride. What is pride? Pride is an exaggerated feeling of self importance. That is the reason why we have people today that want to bear like five titles. You are Reverend Dr. Bishop Apostle, one person. You are Chief Dr. MD. People feel so important that they have to ascribe all these titles to themselves. Pride is thinking of yourself more highly than you ought to think. If it is not you, anybody else who has that position is a failure. If you are not chosen, anybody who is chosen before you or after you has a problem. That is how pride manifests. No one like you, you are always the best. It has to be you or nobody else. And one definition that I found out for pride which was very interesting is that pride is taking less than you need. Have you seen some people who are really desperate and they are hungry and you're trying to offer them, food. they say, no, I'm, I'm good, I'm fine, thank you, I'm fine. Pride will not allow them to take what they need. Or they go to somewhere, you're not eating maybe chicken for a long time because you couldn't afford it, for example. Or you're not eating meat or whatever you couldn't, you couldn't afford. And now you see it. Instead of taking the opportunity to enjoy yourself, you take two slides, I'm good. You try to act as if you are dignified. Pride will make you take less than you need. Pride is an independent attitude from people, not wanting to be helped or shown concern. Like when you are in trouble, you don't want people to help you, you don't want to talk to people about it, you want to do it all on your own. That is how pride manifests. Pride is when you are extremely confidential about your issues. There are some people that have marital difficulties, but their pride will not let them talk to anybody about it. Because if they know now, how would they look at me? What would they say about me? So they cover everything up and act like everything is fine because they're trying to keep that status before people. They come out a smile, but deep inside of them, there is fire going on. Pride will make you confidential. Pride is not acknowledging God for all what he has done for you when you don't give glory to God for what God has done for you, it is pride, that like we're going to see in this text. And then pride is not rejecting the praises of men. We live in the days where people try to praise people. And anytime time I watch the TV and listen to men of God on TV, especially the prophets, there is something that is going on right now that most of the pastors in churches or prophets have what we call cheerleaders in their churches. When they are prophesying, there are some people with a microphone to praise the man of God. Have you seen that on TV? You are too much. You are a wonderful man of God. The only one in Africa. Number one. And then the man of God feels like he's somebody. That is how pride manifests. A man that is humble understands that only God deserves the praises. Is somebody hearing me this morning. Pride is when you are not rejecting the praises of men. And again, pride is the oldest sin. Remember, Satan was kicked out of heaven because of pride. So if you are proud, you have the oldest sin in your life. Again, pride is always wanting to be in charge. I found out something that is very interesting. We call a group of sheep, we call them flock. And we call, how do we call a group of animals, a group of lions? Thank you, my wife. A group of lions are called pride. And that is where the lion always wants to be in charge. When you are always wanting to be in charge, it has to be about your idea, your opinion. If you suggest it, you don't take it, you get offended because it has to be about you. That is how pride manifests. And lastly, pride is a signal of a coming destruction. The Bible says pride comes before a fall. So when you see somebody that is proud, he's announcing to you, I'm about to fall soon. As you see me walking like this, danger is coming to me soon. Because the Bible says, pride comes before destruction. And this morning, as we go back into the text that we read, in verse 28 of Daniel chapter 4, the Bible says all this happened to Nebuchadnezzar 12 months later. What does that mean? Before this happened, Nebuchadnezzar was warned about everything that was going to happen. God warned Nebuchadnezzar in a dream. But he paid no attention. Because proud people never listen. Proud people don't listen to anybody. They are always right in their own eyes. Before anything will happen to you as a child of God, God will always send you a signal. I want you to ask your neighbor, what signal has God been sending you? Ask your neighbor. What signal has God been sending you? Oh, you're not talking because you are proud. I say, Ask your neighbor, what signal is God sending you? What signal? Is God sending you. What signal is God sending you? <laughs> the Bible says as he was walking on the top of his roof, you know, proud people think that the higher they go, the more significant they'll become. The higher they go, the more significant they will come. That is why they do everything to be at the top. The Bible says he was walking at the roof, at the top of his, of his roof, looking at everything he had acquired. In the kingdom of God, in the world, for you to be at the head, you have to be at the top. But in the kingdom of God, Jesus says, whoever wants to be the greatest, let him do what? Humble himself. In the kingdom of God, the way up is down. Let me say it again. In the kingdom of God, the way up is down. So if you want to be recognized by God as a great man, go down. Go down. For those of you that have been in the places where we do agriculture, you bury a seed in the ground before it germinates. It must go down first before it grows. Any man that God is going to raise up has to go down first. So if you think that by being the boss of your company, by being in charge of people, by being at the top, it's going to make you relevant, you're deceiving yourself. If you humble yourself, that is when God raises you up. Is somebody hearing me this morning? If you hear me, sir, I hear you in verse number 30 the bible says as he said this is this not the great babylon that i built for myself as the royal residence by my mighty power and for my majesty you notice in this text that everything is my 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 and i proud people always refer everything to themselves it is me who did this this company is working because of me this thing is standing because of me it is my i me Everything is about themselves instead of giving glory to the Lord he ascribed all the things he had achieved to himself remember the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 8 if you read from verse 11 all the way down to 18 Moses was warning God's people about the danger of them getting into the promised land and forgetting everything that God did for them it says be careful when you enter the promised land and build houses, that you do not forget the Lord your God and remember where he took you from and understand that it is God who gave you the power to make wealth. There are some people who have made it. and when they talk about their success. It's I. I work hard. I study hard. I, 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 I. I. They never give any glory to God. neighbor, How do you tell your success story? neighbor, How do you tell your success story? Do you include God in your success story? I worked so hard. I took that IT classes. I did the certification. I slept like I did, slept that night. I did overtime. Everything is I, 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 I. And no God in the picture. When you give glory to yourself, pride. But when you understand that if not for the grace of God, you couldn't have been able to get up every morning to attend that class. There are some who work harder than you and never succeeded. Some did the best education, but did not succeed. If you are who you are today, it's because God gave you the grace. Amen. And he deserves all the glory. Is somebody hearing me this morning? Amen. In verse number 31, the Bible says, Even as the words were still on his lips, a voice came down from heaven. There are two things in the Bible that attract the attention of God. Listen to me attentively. There are two things in the Bible that attracts the attention of God. Number one is, Is praise. The Bible says God inhabits the praise of his people. In Psalms 22, verse 3. Anytime we praise God, the Bible says God does not share his glory with anyone. He has to come by himself to receive the praise. Another thing which attracts the attention of God is pride. When a man starts to walk in pride, you are calling God into the boxing ring. Let's fight. And God has to show up. Because God cannot be challenged by any man. Because pride is actually taking the place of God. Pride is saying, I, made the, I achieved all this by myself. I blessed myself. I promoted myself. I protected myself. I sustained myself. Everything that I have is by myself. I want you start to act like that. The God who gave you everything you have will show up. To so correct you, to let you know that if you are alive today, he gave you breath. So pride attracts God. Pride attracts God. The word of the Lord came to him and said, this is what is decreed for you, Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. Listen to this and it's not to bless you. God is the only boss that will fire you and still let you walk in. Let me say it again. God is the only boss that will fire you and allow you to still to keep walking. Read your Bible. God rejected Saul many years, but he was still king. He was still sitting on the throne as king, but in the eyes of God, he was rejected long time ago. You've been walking around thinking you're living, showing your swamp. But in the eyes of God, he caught you up long time ago. God is the only boss that will fire you and allow you to still keep walking. I pray may God not fire you anyone this morning. In the name of Jesus. Don't let God sack you because if God does, it is horrible. The Bible says you will be driven from your people. You will eat grass like animals. Seven years will pass or seven times will pass until you acknowledge that it is a sovereign God who rules the kingdoms of the world and gives them to whoever he wishes. God is able to remove all the swag that you have and make you a primitive man. (laughs) <laughs> can I say that again? God is able to remove all the, all the swag that you have and make you today like a bushman. God. God. Don't let God change who you are. Humble yourself. Is somebody hearing me this morning? Yes. Humble yourself. God gave us civilization. He can take it back from us. One day you get out of the house, you don't see the need to wear clothes you get out naked. And you think you're fine. That's what happens to mad people. They don't see that they have a problem. All God needs to do is to change something in you and you start seeing things differently. God gave us civilization. If we take the credit for everything we have discovered, we are challenging God and he can take that civilization away. The Bible says, immediately, as Nebuchadnezzar was saying all this, a voice came from heaven. Pride is a 911 call to God to fight with you. Anytime you are being manifesting pride, you are calling God into a battle. And God does not delay, because no one can take the place of God. But as I go deep this morning, there are three things in this passage I want to share with you, which is the danger of pride. Three things to share with you, which is the danger of pride. Number one, pride attracts the judgment of God. Pride attracts the judgment of God. The Bible says, even as Nebuchadnezzar was speaking, a voice came from heaven. The Bible says in James chapter 4 verse 6 it says God resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble. This is what it means. Brother Dennis, please come. When the Bible says God resists the proud this is what it means. Please stand here and try to walk towards me. Walk. Toward, this is what God will do when, when, when you are proud. He will resist you himself. He will not send a devil. Thank you. He will not send a devil to do that. God himself will resist you if you walk in pride. Pride attracts the judgment of God. If you don't want to see God resist you, humble yourself. Hallelujah. Humble yourself. Sometimes we ask for things we don't get. We try things we don't succeed. It could be God resisting us because God knows if you have this thing, nobody in Manasseh will talk to you again. You are trying so hard to get it, you can't get it. You do all the connections, you can't get it. Because God knows if he gives you this, no man will be able to talk to you about anything. I have seen proud people as a pastor. When they were poor, they came to church, oh, man of God. Man of, the moment God blessed them, they walked to the church and I'm like, oh, why is this church like this? They feel like they become somebody because God has blessed them. When God sees that he's about to bless you, and that blessing is about to change who you are, God can resist you not to get what you want. Don't let God resist you. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't let God resist you. Number two, price separates you from people. The Lord said to Nebuchadnezzar, you'll be driven away from people and you stay in the forest. And I see this all the time. When a man thinks he's too proud, guess what they do? They go into a bush and buy a mansion. <laughs> so far from people. And then they, they get personal bodyguards. They, get, they don't have a friend because they're too high up there. Nobody can be their friend. Their classmates in high school are too poor to be their friends. Their old co-workers are too poor to be their friends. And because they are high up, there, they are separated from people. Does it not explain why a lot of rich people commit suicide? Because of their pride, they've been separated from men. The reason why some people, some rich people humble themselves and come down to earth is not just because they are humble. If you stay up there with your money, you'll be separated from people. When you come down to earth, You can mingle with people, talk to people, and share the love that everybody else has. But if you're in a house where you do like this, there are cooks at your side, you have attendants, you have no friend to talk to, you become separated from people. And that's exactly what pride is going to do. You live in a house with 10 bedrooms. You have your own separate bedrooms, your wife has her own bedroom, your children have their bedrooms, you have a driver, you have a cook, everything is at your fingertips, you drive in a armored car, you walk in a private office, You are separated from people. That's what pride will do. But a humble man understands that it is from here that God took me. And they will always go back to where God took them. And they are able to leave. Pride will separate you from people. I want to pray this morning that God will not separate you from people. In the name of Jesus. God will not separate you from people. And lastly, pride will make you insane. The Lord said to Nebuchadnezzar, you will eat grass like animals, he will make you insane. The condition which Nebuchadnezzar suffered has been defined by physicians as a rare disease which is called lycanthropy, which is a depressive condition in which the patient thinks about himself like an animal. It means that you come to a place where you don't see yourself as a human being, you start acting like an animal. It's a medical condition. And as, let me say this to you. God, God is the founder of Linux. God is the founder of networking. Where am I going with this? What does that mean? God can remote into your server, which is your brain, and just change the settings <laughs> and reconfigure you. Before you know, you remove your clothes, you're walking naked because you think now like a beast because your settings have been changed. Don't let your system admin change your settings. Yes. Is someone hearing me this morning? Yes. If God wants to humble you, all this is remote into your brain right now and just change things. In this church, you remove your clothes and walk out. Yes. Don't let God humble you. That's what they did to the Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, this guy is trying to show me that he knows. So, okay, God just. <laughs> systems change. Enter. The guy just. What am I doing here? He walk into the forest. Don't let God change your systems. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't let God change your system. Humble yourself. Tell somebody, humble yourself. Humble yourself. Recently, I heard a story about a guy who bought a $100,000 engagement ring for the wife, for the girlfriend. Proposed a $100,000 engagement ring, It is 50 million CFA, that he proposed on a finger. You are carrying 50 million CFA on your finger. That is the life of a neighborhood or a country in your finger. (laughs) And finally, the engagement did not work, and then they broke up. When they broke up, the guy was so mad because he could not afford the ring, he had a down payment on the ring, and he was paying monthly for that ring. Pride will make you insane, and cause you to buy things you can't afford. To live a life you can't afford, because you have to raise yourself up there to pretend like you're somebody. When you wear a shirt for one thousand dollars, only you know that the price of that shirt. <laughs> Nobody comes here. Let me see the duck and see how much is this shirt. Only you know it. Instead of so giving me this morning, pride makes you insane. You buy a watch for thirty thousand dollars. Just look at time, time. <laughs> and you feel like you're somebody now. And when you walk into the room, you expect some kind of respect. Because you're wearing some expensive things, Pride makes you insane. I pray that God will not let anyone to walk out of this place today with pride. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May God not allow anyone to walk out with pride. In Jesus' name. Amen. As I talk about these things, many do not see themselves in that category. Recently had an argument, I had a discussion with a guy who was complaining that, the famous boxer Mayweather bought a rich watch for 300000 And he was like, that is a waste of money. That guy is stupid. 300000 for Mayweather is not up to 1% of his income. But you are making $50,000 a year and you drive a car for $45,000. Who is worse than Mayweather? <laughs> you are talking about somebody who bought a watch for $30,000 and you are driving a car you can't afford. You have to do overtime to pay. Pride will make you live a life you can't afford. It makes you insane. It makes you think you're somebody. But when you bring yourself down, God is able to raise you. Hallelujah. God gives grace to the humble. God gives grace to the humble. As I close this morning, you can either decide to humble yourself or God will humble you. And when God wants to humble you, it's it's not a good thing. It's not a thing to admire. You can decide to humble yourself Or God will humble you. I have seen people that used to be millionaires in this country. But today, they are nothing. When they had money, they thought there was everything. They thought they were too big. But like I said, we have a system admin in the sky who runs all the systems. He can just change any system anytime he wants and everything will take place. God can withdraw the knowledge that you have that you go to your job like this, and they give you a simple instruction to perform, and you completely forget. God can just press a command and erase everything you've ever learned in IT, and you go to work the next day, you are fired, and you see yourself going back to work for 1095. God is able. If God wants to humble you today, God can do it. So you have a choice, either to humble yourself, or allow God to humble you. Which one do you choose? Can we stand on the feed this morning? Humble yourself. When was the last time you cried? As a man. So men are too so proud that if they cry, they feel like, see, for me to cry, me, oh, me, I can't cry. That's why they may be suffering, but they can't cry because pride will keep them from crying. When was the last time you knelt down? Maybe it was when you were punished in sixth grade. From that time, you can't kneel for no reason. When you pray, you pray as if God is your friend. You pocket your hands and walk around and talk to God. But this morning, I'd like us to all knee down and humble ourselves before God. And say, God, today, I humble myself. I bring myself down from any ladder I have climbed. Anywhere I have elevated myself in pride, today I come down. In the name of Jesus. I come down today in the name of Jesus. Can we all kneel down right now? Kneel down wherever you are. Can we all kneel down? And talk to the. I don't know what is your pride. But talk to the Lord this morning. Somebody talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. In your own words, humble yourself. Maybe you are a proud husband. You, You never listen. No matter what your wife says, you cannot listen. You cannot say, I'm sorry. You always want to be right. Maybe you are a proud boss. It has to be about your ideas. You never listen. If somebody gives you a suggestion, you get offended. This morning, humble yourself. Humble yourself. The greatest pride is when a man says, I don't need God. When was the last time you went to church? Proud man. You don't need God, that's why you don't go to church. You feel you are sufficient in yourself. You can do it by yourself. You can make it by yourself. That is why you don't have any